0: Welcome to The Tender Revolution. I'm Katherine Liggett. Hi, everybody. How you doing out there? It's been forever, and it really feels like I'm speaking to you from a really new chapter, a new year, um, a new part of my life for sure. And I'm certain that many of you are feeling similarly. Um, you might've noticed that there is some new intro music to the podcast And I'm very happy and proud to say that it is by a student of mine named Jamil Conlon, who's an awesome composer. And so how cool that we get to have custom music. And he also writes a lot of the meditation music that I've been using. So thank you, Jamil, for that. So yeah, like I said, it's been forever. Um, And part of it is that I've had a heck of a year. (laughs) as many of you have too, heck of a 2022, um, that has really left me feeling like, uh, one of those rocks you put into, remember those rock tumblers, like that used to polish rocks, you'd put a rough edged rock in, and it would roll and roll and roll and roll in this rotating barrel and then at the end after like many days of rolling um amidst this like really um harsh <laughs> substance in the in the barrel it would come out really polished and you know I'm not I'm not polished <laughs> um but there is a lot of beauty that I feel that that's come out of this past year and, and, part of it, and you can maybe hear in my voice that I do have a cold right now. Um, so I'm humbly sitting down at my mic recording with a nasally voice. Um, part of it is like, there's just, there hasn't been a time where this Virgo has identified perfect time to record a podcast, right? Like a time where I feel at peak physical, mental um, levels. I mean, for those of you with young children, like I have, you can probably relate, like, what is peak physical and mental state (laughs) when you're caring for a toddler or young children? Um, and when, as a, as a working mom, is there a time, for me to sit down when I have plenty of time, and there's no neighbor's dog barking. <laughs> I mean it's literally just me with my mic in my house. This is not a recording studio um, so part of this past year and part of me showing up today is this commitment to keep showing up, no matter what because it's important because it's the truth because. I love teaching and I love recording the podcast and it's not going to be perfect. So one part of this past year for me has been the death of a few dreams or rather the postponing that the death of certain kinds of dreams. So I did have two miscarriages in the last 12 months and I wrote a book proposal. I spent Tons and tons of time. So, 10 months in a really amazing program with two book coaches, one of whom I'm actually going to be interviewing in the next podcast episode, Joelle Han, my awesome book coach. Um, So, I've spent lots of time on that and a lot of time unearthing all of the stuff that coming up with my book project and writing my 83 page book proposal has brought up. It's been an incredibly deep experience of personal work for me, which I'll talk about more in that next episode. But because this past year has had so much uncertainty and twists and turns and dashed expectations, I've also had the opportunity to really get intimate with my anxiety. And so that's what I wanted to share today that actually last night it all came to a kind of head where, you know, as usually often happens for me, I was having a lot of trouble falling asleep. It's been true for me for the last three and a half years, you know, since my daughter was born. Uh, My insomnia started with a kind of PTSD. Retriggering that happened from my birth experience and just the experience of having a newborn. And, um, ever since, I mean, it's gotten a lot better, but I definitely have these periods still where I just, my body won't fall asleep no matter how tired or how in need I am of rest. Uh, my head hits the pillow and my mind just starts to go on high speed. And sometimes I get heart palpitations. And so last night, um, that happened. And I decided to just turn on the lights and sit up and meditate, you know, instead of trying to fall back asleep. And I just really started circling the drain. I really started feeling the overwhelm and the panic of my needs not being met cuz like I'm sick right now and I hadn't slept more than a handful of hours the last couple of nights and so I felt this huge pressure to have my need met, you know, my need for rest. And this huge frustration that it wasn't it wasn't happening. And a huge amount of water was coming out of my face. <laughs> and um, it occurred to me. So I just, I put some things together in my mind about what was happening. And that is that whatever was expressing this overwhelm, it wasn't me, it wasn't adult Catherine you know, and I, I've known that in my head, you know, my therapist has been working with me on that for years. Um, I've read a little bit about internal family systems. And of course I do, I offer my own kind of inner child work, which I practice a lot, but for some reason it really hit viscerally. Like I understood that, oh my God, I am experiencing intense anxiety Because I'm feeling something. I'm going through a situation that reminds my body of something that's really hurt me in the past. And, 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 a child part of myself is in the driver's seat of my awareness right now. And the child part of myself, this scared girl, as I have been calling her, this scared girl, is the part of me who is still left over from my childhood where my needs, my attachment needs were not met. I did not feel safe. There was nobody to help me in the way that I needed to be helped. There wasn't anybody I could go to with my overwhelming emotions and And yet I was completely dependent at that time, right? So as a child, I really, really needed my needs to be met by other people. You know, I needed desperately, like it's a life or death situation for a child to have their needs met. And we're dependent on our caregivers for that to happen. And when they're not there, when our attachment isn't secure with them, it's terrifying, And I realized that the terror that was manifesting as my anxiety about not sleeping, it's like, it's, it was so overblown that it was clear that this was the child's feeling. It was not adult Catherine's feeling. And so I realized that in that moment, what really helped me, and actually, my husband Carlos came out well, because I was being quite loud um, <laughs> And uh, he came out and sat sat with me, and that really helped like i I just was able to talk through it and cry a ton. And what I did is I put some of my therapist' suggestions to work and imagining myself, like I do often in my work, like as the loving, empathic witness adult, I lovingly took the wheel back from my child self of my awareness and I said, you know what, I'm here and let's look around together and discover that we're not a child anymore. Let's look around together and discover the loving husband that's right here with you now, who's here to support you. Open your eyes, little one, to that. Open your eyes to the beautiful home that's so safe around you right now. Let's look together and discover that we are in a different place and that you can get through this. You have help, you have support, and I'm here with you too, sweetheart. And I just talked to that scared girl part of me, and it seemed like she slowly was able to get the picture that things were different, that we weren't desperate and alone and in pain anymore, and thus totally overwhelmed by our need not getting met. And I breathe and what really helped me was to tell myself, Catherine, you are an imperfect, deeply lovable adult. And if your needs aren't met, you know what? You're gonna be okay. You're gonna get through it and you have people who love you, who want to help you. You can get through it and I'll be right here with you. So this idea that even when my needs are not met, that I'll be okay and that, you know, if I don't sleep, And the next day I'm grumpy and I'm impatient with my daughter and my body hurts and my eyes are on fire and I can't think straight because that's what it feels like. You know what? I'm just as lovable. I told myself, Catherine, you don't have to wear the porcelain mask anymore. You don't have to show up as the good girl to be lovable anymore. You can be yourself. You can be imperfect. You're gonna be okay. I love you. So what that did for me is it took the pressure off. It took the pressure off to have my needs met and it took the pressure off inside myself to show up a certain way. And that personally really help the anxiety to ease because I really felt, you know, I'm the adult here. I'm at the helm of the ship. We can do this. We're gonna be okay. It's not gonna be perfect and you are deeply lovable. So I wanna invite you now in our short practice today to experiment with meeting yourself in this way, with finding an area of your life that causes anxiety for you and just seeing what would happen if you lovingly take back the wheel into the hands of your adult self. So take a moment now and think about what do you feel really anxious about in your life? and breathe into it as you situate yourself seated or lying down as we go inward for just a few minutes, maybe closing the eyes and really bring yourself to that time and place where you felt that anxiety, perhaps a form of overwhelm. Breathing and noticing how it lands in your body. What are the body sensations that tell you you're feeling this overwhelm? What are some emotions that are here that signal this feeling of anxiety or overwhelm. Breathing and maybe even inviting them to get even bigger for just a moment, just 10% bigger. Inviting them to amplify so we can release habitual resistance to them and really see them, really feel them. Softening the edges of bracing against these uncomfortable feelings. you now invite your inner wisdom to show you with playful curiosity I wonder when I felt this when I was young it could be a memory or it could be just a vague sense of your age breathing And seeing that younger version of you in front of you now. And as you breathe, really feeling that you are a loving, strong, capable adult. Simply witnessing what this younger version of you is going through. experimenting now with telling them I'm here I'm here with you really having open unconditional acceptance of whatever they're feeling including if they want nothing to do with you, or they seem hostile, just continue to stay there and say, I'm here. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. From this place of unconditional care, Invite your younger self now into the truth of the present moment. Can you see, sweetheart, that we are an adult now? That we're no longer a child? That we are capable of caring for ourselves and that we have people in our life now who really care about us and want to help. It's okay if this is hard to see sweetheart. and it's okay if you don't trust me. And I'm still here and I'm still telling you that this is what's true now. And now imagine your adult self, like the most tender, loving, but also for a capable parent inviting this child into a place where their needs would be met. Maybe a really cozy blanket and a couch or with a favorite toy or stuffed animal. Just allow this child self to rest. Allow this child self the place where their needs would be met perhaps with a loving person or divine figure so that they can step out of the driver's seat and experience the relief of getting to be a child, getting to have their needs cared for by another, And really feel yourself now at the head of the table here in the seat of your life. This is who you are. And we will forget. And the child self will again mistake the present for the past. And that's okay. And we're going to be right here available to relieve them of this duty that is far beyond their years (laughs) and to become the true agents of our life. Breathing, noticing how your body is feeling, And in a moment, we're gonna be transitioning back. So just tell the child self if this would feel helpful for them that you're not really going anywhere, that you're right here with them. You might even bring your hand to somewhere on your body like the heart where it feels like this tender part of you resides. And just know that they're still here as you breathe and slowly feeling that they're here. With every breath, come on back. Looking around, opening the eyes, moving if that feels good and returning to this time, this place, knowing that they are here with you and that you are in the driver's seat of your life. Coming back, noticing breath in body and just experimenting now with just playing in your mind with that, idea of what gives you anxiety. Noticing if it feels like it hooks you a little bit less. Noticing if perhaps you have a greater capacity to hold the feelings that it brings up for you as your adult self. (laughs) So thank you all so much for practicing with me. And I want to make sure you know that I have a brand new free guidebook on my website, KatherineLiggett.com that's called How to Meet Yourself with Radical Love. I'm super proud of it. It's 19 pages. And it's been really helpful for a lot of people. So make sure to go to my site and download that. You'll get on my newsletter list as you do that to stay in touch. And I also want to thank all of you who have left written reviews and rated this podcast. So A lot of people think it doesn't matter or that like I don't personally read them, but I'll let you in on something really vulnerable (laughs) that I actually print out every single written review that I get because it does so much for helping me stay motivated to offer this work. A lot of people don't know that it actually costs money to have a podcast, like unless you have ads. So, I just offered this work. <laughs> it's very vulnerable, and a podcast is something that we don't t- usually get a lot of feedback on. It kind of goes off into the void. And so, each and every review that I get means so much to me that I print it out and I breathe and I use it as a practice to help me let in love. I'm totally serious. So if you ever doubted that your reviews matter, just know they matter so much to me, to my heart, to my ability to keep going. And they also make a really big difference for how discoverable the podcast is to other people on iTunes or elsewhere. Um, I mean, Apple, whatever it's called now, (laughs) Apple Podcasts. So just thank you so, so much um, for leaving this podcast review and rating. Know that it means so much. Um, And so next time on this podcast, I'll be interviewing and asking some intimate questions of my awesome book coach, Joelle Han. I look forward to that. And anyway, hold yourselves with love, everybody. Thank you so much and have a beautiful, beautiful day.